so I love you too much to forsake you I want to bless you and embrace you You gotta come to me cause I don't chase you But I suggest you choose me but I won't make you Testing one, two. Bam. Here we go. It's kind of how we do what we do. <laughs> we were just laughing. That is a pure welcome back. It's a pure welcome back. Uh, I had an old photo of me back in the day. Yeah, outside the Hyundai. All right. And... My son just looked at me crazy, but welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Um, it is a blessing to have God on our side. It's a blessing to just be in the midst of everybody and just to be a part of just some great things, and it is exciting. Now, that went in such a way, I didn't even hear the intro, and that's crazy. I didn't hear any music from the intro. I don't know if y'all heard the music from the intro. Um, let me know. Let me know. Text me and everything, and let me know if you heard the music from the intro. Um, because I didn't hear it at all. So, um, God has been doing some miracle. I know it's been a month, about a month and a half or so since we've been on, and it has been kind of um busy. I'm very extremely busy, and tonight's gonna be even busier. Um, as we come back, and we come back really hitting kind of hard on today um just good questions of men but we want to say during this period of time we just had a great time opening up so many things and god moving in so many ways and growth of the ministry growth of our lives and growth of the church and just you know just taking time just to be um in the fellowship of the people of god and i am excited um just excited and thank you everybody let me know they heard the music in the name of jesus so I got another photo here. It is of my oldest brother and and my brother Todd and my brother Dale. Amen. Just some old photos and um, part of the family. And I'm glad that sound didn't hit on tonight. But we bring greetings in the master name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we are excited to be back. And the, the Proverbs principles went extremely well. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, all the offers. Thank you, Mark Whitaker. Thank you, everyone, who was a partaker and um, who jumped in on everything that's going on and the work of it. Um, I'm excited about some other things that's going on. Now, I don't know where everybody is on this thing right now, and I want you to know that even though um, we are just getting back, we are in tune with everything going on in the world. Now, I'm okay. I'm good. Um, things have changed so much. Life has changed so much. He can't talk tonight, so I'm going to give him a major shout-out. I engineer Brother Tate. Hey, man, he can't be heard, so this is the moment I can say anything I want to say. He can't really do anything. Hey, hey man, he can't even get on there. And and it's a blessing um, for him just being in the midst and to the Heaven's Harvest Ministry family. And all of those who have been writing, I want to thank everybody who's been writing and just asking when is the return, when we're coming back, um, when we have some more issues. That felt good. I'm telling you, it just felt good to my heart to know that people uh, were appreciating what we were doing. Um, I'm not like everybody else. I am who I am, and I'm going to consistently be 
I'm who I am. Now, we're going to touch into the fabric of some things, and I'll ask the engineer to see if he can switch out something because the comments and things that we're getting is from the wrong one. Um, so um, if you're doing some things or you're writing some things or you're in the midst of um, some other things, we will be getting more um, from the direct channel. But if you're in the midst, you can still text me. Those who haven't talked to ministries, you got the text number directly. Um, to me, you can write your answers to some of this. And I know Brother Pickett is going to uh, go down the road on tonight. And um, I'm going to keep my vow um, to some of the men of the ministry at our heavy discussions uh, that we have, the questions of men and what the approach is of their lives and, and the things and the approach that they're going to shoot at. Uh, on, to <laughs> on tonight, on this welcome back and come back and with no commercials and no nothing, we're just going to jump in and to a major discussion that was happening about um, where men see life. And I told, I told one of the brothers, I said, listen here, at the end of the day, I'm telling the sisters, this is really for the men, amen. So we're going to jump in here about the questions of life, how we approach things, what is, what is the standard of that approach, what is the eyesight, and how do men feel about some things. And I was just trying to say, you know, yeah, men need a little attention, you know, need a little caring. A man need a little time and a little separate, you know, a little something, you know, to say, hey, thinking about you, a man, and never, and not always, uh, not always a question of um, time, place, when, where, what, and and what's being provided. Sometimes just what's on your mind, what your what's on your heart, and how you feel. Amen. Um, now this this was something in, in the question that went forward and us approaching this on this welcome back and. And I just want to say to everybody, I love you, amen. <laughs> and and I, I think highly of you, but I'm, I'm approaching. I told the brothers I wouldn't go back down, amen. I'm not going back down at all. And I know everybody's like, well, okay, which way pastor coming on this welcome back? And the questions of men between men, because men have questions a lot of times they won't talk about. It's sort of left in the circle of the quiet zone, the elephant in the room, the things we won't approach as men, because we're really concerned about the feedback Amen on some of the issues. Amen. And and y'all have to talk to some men sometime. And I tell you, they got some issues that are just unheard of. And we try to press through and we say, well, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with that man? What's wrong with his background? What's wrong with what's happening with him? What's wrong with his heart? Sometimes, sometimes to think about it, y'all, y'all ready? Sometimes what's wrong with him is his heart got busted. And his heart got busted by his mama. And, and sometimes that's the, the issues that came to, and see, I'm telling you, it's real. The engineer even waving right now. Hey, hey man, the issues that won't be touched uh, because it's supposed to be the unknown issue of where we don't want to discuss that maybe um, sometimes those men, those young men you're looking at was broken by issues, not daddy, but maybe mama issues. And maybe issues of what was said to them, what was said about them, or maybe was told, you know, you that um, Papa was no good and you just like your daddy or picking those things of if they thought daddy was no good, they made sure they say things. And I don't think I don't think sometimes we realize the words um, that that might hurt men are the words that sometimes men won't say nothing about. We just don't forget them. We don't approach it. We ain't going to say a whole lot. We ain't going to battle back. We just keep that thing right in here, and we don't forget that you took you took my secret that I told you of my hurting and used it against me. And men's not the men. A lot of times, men are not going to forget that issue. 
And me coming through the door tonight on this, on the welcome back, um, the question of me, and I know sometime might be a little, ooh, hey, man, I might be approaching it hard in a sense because um, some of the daddy issues that these men have um, are not just held on the responsibility and accountability of daddy by themselves. Well, the accountability, I, I know it. I know it. Some of that accountability is it has to be um, by mama as well. Mama got to take some kind of responsibility on the element of what's going on with her, what's going on with my child. What's, and I'm not saying that toward any of our wonderful women tonight, I'm talking to the men that maybe they can acknowledge that maybe I've been hurt and I haven't dealt with that hurt yet. Maybe... Maybe the lack of the things that were said along the journey, the implica the implications, the implications, my son looking at me, I got it, man. The implications of some things that never left the heart, or maybe, uh, maybe he was broken and it was just never recognized or or given honor to, or maybe not just honor to. I just got some great wisdom today. Uh, um, just one of the people of Christ just said that sometimes you just have to recognize it. And I took that thing to heart that you just got to recognize it and say, I'm sorry, and hugged. I took that thing to heart. That thing was deep to me. And I was like, all right, that's a good word. That's a good word. Because sometimes you got to just listen. And people will have an answer to your situation. And I know everybody's hearing me. Might have an answer to your situation just by what they're going through and what's happening with them. And do I, I don't know if I have any witnesses there on that one. Um, but if I do... And we start realizing that well, maybe the issues that were, I took that thing to heart today, maybe the issues that were not recognized might be the issues that many men are having in their lives from day to day. Or maybe, maybe this, you know, it's just the issue of maybe he was not recognized in some form. Or maybe, it, maybe it was just that um, the what they saw to be reality was told it was not reality or there was no responsibility taken for that reality. There was no accountability um, um, for it. I thank the brothers that are texting me going, you're right, Pastor. And, and, and it's something when, when young men are going through the element of the struggle in Christ and how do I have relationships and how do I deal with people and how do I deal with accountability on my portion when dad never presented it? And how do they find a woman of accountability when mother was never it? And, and, and it comes down to the place of a world of men never knowing what accountability is. So they attracted to relationships of what? No accountability. Relationships where there is no accountability. Amen. And nobody's taking accountability. And maybe sometime mama didn't just say my fault. And um, it was me and me and your dad was in a relationship and maybe I didn't make the best moves. Maybe I didn't say the best things. Maybe I didn't go the right direction. Amen. I realized just in a consulate on today, I'm going to put this thing out there. I realized in a consulate on today, me just having a conversation um, with some other young folks, I realized that maybe I had a personal issue with my parents. Maybe No, it ain't no maybe. I had a real issue with my parents about going to Montgomery, Alabama to do ministry. And I never got over it. I just never got over it. I just had that thing in there. They went out to do evangelism and work, took us out of Detroit, Michigan. We were young, went down to Montgomery to do ministerial work. And, you know, we came back. And when we came back, um, I just, when we got back to Detroit, I just had a, you know, I just, 
I was kind of upset. And the reason I was upset, I just felt like it was a useless trip. We came back with nothing. We left to go down there with nothing. We came back with nothing. It seemed like we just did nothing. And, and, and it was a waste of time, a waste of my education, a waste of my friends, a waste of my family, things that could have been built during that period. So I was just angry. And, you know, I spent years trying to filter through that anger of, man, man, you know, y'all made a choice with my life and you didn't think about it. And then you broke off and said, we grown now and you need to figure it out. Well, how are you going to ask me to figure out what you done left in my hands that I didn't want in the first place? And you didn't, I know somebody understand me. Amen. You're like, oh, now you're telling me I'm grown. Amen. And I don't want to be on here like right now trying to act like I'm vetting or venting. And I <laughs> couldn't laugh about that. And like I'm getting it all out in front of everybody. But there might be men and women right now in the name of Jesus who's saying, in a sense, you know, after all of this, you done put me through. Now, now you telling me I'm on my own. I need to figure out and I still need to respect you and, and understand you in the position you in and understand, but it looks like you're going on about your business. Okay. And you're leaving me with um, the mess that you left in my hands. I know somebody can understand that. Um, so there, the men have that question in their lives also. Um, and it's like, of what am I accountable for? Is anybody hearing me? This might not just be tonight. I'm sorry. This might take a couple of days. Um, what am I accountable for? If I've never seen accountability, and we say that man needs to be accountable. How does he be accountable for what he's never seen accountability for? Um, how does he pick a woman who's accountable? He can't just pick her because she says she's a woman. Can't pick her just because she's educated. She might not know how to be accountable for love. She might not know how to nurture. She might not know how to love, how to bring down, how to de-escalate, and how to problem resolve. Amen. Because you can be great on the job in horrible relationships. I don't know if anybody heard that. You can be great on the job in horrible relationships. It might be great on the job. That's for all of us, male and female, husband or wife, girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. You're, whatever. You're, I'm sorry. I'm old-fashioned. I still believe in man and woman. I ain't got nothing else for you. Amen. Um, I don't know if I should have threw that in right there. My son like, hey, do what you do. Amen. He gave me the look like, do what you do. <laughs> Amen. Um, but, but, but. That becomes difficult if you got two sides. I thank you for those who's like, you're right. That's a great question. Um, that, that becomes two-sided because you're asking, how do I pick a person in my life with responsibility skills and accountability skills? And I'm looking at that great at work, but they on their 600th relationship, um, which means that you can manage books. You just can't manage people. Um, and you can manage education, but you just can't manage hearts. And that's something when you go, my goodness, um, I might be great at education. I might be great at other things, but I don't know how to manage hearts because I was never responsible and accountable for the actions I have performed and the actions that I, I am leaving as a residue for other people. So you're saying, you're saying to a man, hey, pick a responsible woman. And you're asking women, pick a responsible man when they've never seen generations of responsibility or accountability toward relationships to say, Maybe I was not what you wanted me to be. Maybe I didn't fulfill what you want me to fulfill. And I'm sorry I did not fulfill what you needed me to fulfill. And I'm sorry. And most of the time, none of us ever heard that from a parent. You know, you don't hear that from parents. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't become what you wanted me to be. And I wasn't there where you needed me to be. But being able to perform that um, instead of, of strength, but also still being able to say, to a child or anyone else, I, I forgive you that you were not that. And and sometimes somebody needs to know that. It could be your niece and nephew. 
I'm just going to be honest. I called my niece today. I called my sons. I didn't call my youngest one because um, that's my, watch this, my road dog. And him being that road dog kind of, you know, he always in the midst of everything. Hey, amen. But I did. I called my son. I called my niece. And I said to them, I want to apologize to you if I have not been all you wanted me to be. And I was not always there for you. I want to I want to apologize to you if I did not meet the mark sometime. And I ask your forgiveness. And I pray you forgive me for the times I did not stand in the gap, for the times I was not accountable or responsible. And please forgive me. I will jump on board and be, become more responsible. I'll jump on board. I don't know if I'm losing everybody right now. Amen. I, I'll, I'll become re more responsible to this avenue. But it also then it flips the tables of also, um, I love my niece and, and my son. They they were cool with it, with my apology, with them even saying, we forgive you. And you know, y'all know TJ, he's like, dad, come on now. <laughs> you was a great dad. And you know, but me telling my niece was like, hey, don't worry about it. Love you. And I said, I love you too. She said she was having a rough day and it was right on time. Um, but sometimes that's, uh, that, that's the thing that becomes difficult when you've never had responsibility or accountability for actually the emotional success of another ability, um, individual in the relationship, your children, or even you're talking your cat. <laughs> when you've never been emotionally responsible or accountable for the mental outcome of an individual or, or you, you know, you can get to a place you say, no, you got it. What you worry about, grow up. And get yourself together. And the person saying, I don't know how to. I've never seen a person come out from tough times. I've never seen a person come out of and be successful mentally and spiritually after the damage of generational situations and, and, and generational curses and generational pulling down and, and generational demise. Because that, that inability to have accountability and an inability to carry full responsibility for some things, it carries on into church. It carries on to the workplace. And then it carries on to relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship. And what happens is you have a perpetual move of the lack of um, being able to sort of reconcile. And not just that, um, knowing that you can tap into people and and not have intervention, but to bring them back to a place of, of a place that God intended, which was peace and love and, and the heart of excellence. And that conversation this afternoon touched me in such a way that um, I started thinking about all the times that um, we have to forgive people because they were not able to be emotionally and spiritually accountable when we thought they should have been. And I'm just going to speak to the saints of God real quick because sometimes um, sometime this becomes majorly difficult with managing your emotion when you should be taught, if anybody will hear me, when you should be taught how to manage your emotion, but you've never seen the management of it except from the derogatory end. You've never seen a person back off and let another person have their moment and they just uplift them and just hold them and care for them. Because if you spiritually and you in this word of God and you say sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost, you know you got to help them carry those weights anyway. You got to help them walk through anyway. You got to pick up the cross with them and help them bury their load. But that becomes difficult um, in the structure of some things because 
Why? If you've never seen responsibility or accountability or faithfulness or teachability in individuals, you will never, ever see the ability for the capacity of forgiveness, man, because forgiveness becomes that element in your heart where you start to go, my goodness, this is going on for generation to generation and generation to generation because nobody just said, I'm sorry that this program we put together in your eyesight did not make it. Um, I'm sorry that we, I'm sorry, we, it's nobody's fault. Um, we didn't make it work. We didn't make it follow through. We didn't make it, I, we didn't make this in your eyes be complete, baby. Or no one, and, or the children has to turn, have to turn around and go, hey, I forgive you that you didn't see, that you didn't complete it. I, I forgive you for not um, putting it all together. Um, I forgive you that you didn't finish walking the course. I forgive you that you were not there for me emotionally. I forgive you that you were not there for me spiritually. Look like some of y'all hearing me. Um, the Texas are rolling in. And I forgive you um, for the element of you were not by my side through the most traumatic moments of my life. And when I was at my worst moment, you didn't hear me. When I was in my traumatic moment, you didn't feel me. Um, and when I was at the worst place of my life, you didn't, didn't say to an individual who never received the compensation of love and, and, and caringness and nurturing and empathy. Then you tell them to go out in the world and find a relationship. <laughs> what's wrong with your relationship what's wrong with the marriage how come you can't pick a great person how come you can't pick the right person how come you can't get this in your life how what is the problem with this what is the problem with that well some of the problem is before them there was no accountability before them there was no um there was no element in the accountability and i want to say especially because i i do i be on the men carefully but we never talk about the conversations that men have when men literally do say my mother never taught me how to nurture. She never taught me how to be loving. So I ended up in relationships of no love because I was never taught to love. And then it goes into, oh, where was your daddy? Well, your daddy wasn't, wasn't around. Well, that's all your daddy could do. You know, he wasn't close, you know. And then it goes into this whole, this whole hurricane or tornado of excuses instead of just saying, we all accountable because everybody laid down with everybody. So both sides are responsible. There's failure with everybody. Hey, um, might we sound crazy, but just basic conversation hit some kids today in their heart that I had a I had a chance to, and not to put my my um, some people out there, but I want to thank them for allowing me to take moments just to talk to the children, hit them in the chest, and for them to go. How do we get our parents together? It's something when you hear a young man go, "I want to tell my parents I forgive them for just not being there because they didn't they didn't care nothing about me. They just didn't care, and they still don't, and they they got it all, but they don't care what I have." And, and, and that says everything, but that has everything to do with when the stakes are put into um, our tongues, our self-exorbing, cursing, complaining tongues, the tongues that don't match the elements of life, the tongues that don't match the covenants of our, of our hearts and our minds toward our children. And then there becomes a lack in the child's life that we want them to be great, educated, straight A student, football um, clubs. We want them to be everything, end up at the division one. Um, we want all of these things when there is a lack in them. And the lack is smart with a weak heart. And if you don't know anything smart with a weak heart, you're going to always need medical attention. It's going to either be the doctor or the psychologist. 
I'll try it again. Smart with a weak heart going to always need medical attention. And I know somebody going to write that down real quick, but I want you to pop that off when you think about some other things in Christ and you're looking for a savior and you're looking to be accountable and you're looking to be responsible for the element of the next generation and you're looking, um, brothers in Christ, I'm talking to y'all. Um, because we have to, if you're going to lead your families, if you're going to lead your community, if you're going to lead your churches, because I am, I'm, I'm, God has blessed me to be able to talk to men and these men are, are coming to the church and I, I get it and amen. But if I can't be honest and real with the men, I fail them in the accountability and the responsibility of being able to be real with their communities, be real with their spouses, be real with their children and to lead them in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though that's on God, they still shepherding at their houses. And it's funny, no matter what our children say to us men, at the end of the day, your children are in the, they are in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And truly, they look up to you. So though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they're looking at you. And they're looking at you, hoping that they fear no evil because of the strength of you to protect them. But if you've never been protected, how can you protect? You can protect their body, but you can't protect their heart. You can protect their body. But some of that is the failure that came with the element, my goodness, I wish we had more time. Um, the element, I'll come back with this on on tomorrow, if y'all don't mind. Got a lot going on. And one of y'all brothers in Christ, I ain't gonna lie, that man stirred me so deep with our conversation. It was it was brutal, but it was good. Amen. Some of this comes from the failure of the heart of nurturing. And as I speak to the men tonight, and we go down a of what what are you looking for in a woman? What are you looking for in life? What are you looking for who's next to you? Um, you can find something and still miss what you got because you don't know what you should have had. And that becomes um, that becomes something because it causes less trouble of your spirit when you know what you should have had because there's a lot of making it and there's a lot of making it with true essence of faking it. So you start looking at, um, I'm in survival mode, but then what do we do with the, all of the single men who not? I told a brother um, tonight, I said, at the end of the day, when there's no nurturing at home or men did not um, get these things right or that young man did not get the need he needed, he did not know what to do and the community did not preserve him, we'll put all the pictures up. We'll throw up all the pictures of that one kid that made it. Yes, you can all make it, but it only takes one kid who didn't make it to kill the one who did. So we have to take care of everybody. Everybody needs the nurturing. Everybody needs the love. Everybody needs the caring um, because whatever food that we have, there's going to be another food to listen to it because only a food listens to a food. So once a person listens to that, we have a food. So now we have to teach our men to resolve their hurt of their hearts and let's talk about it real that nobody wants to touch that maybe mama did hurt him. Maybe mama did hurt him. Maybe mama did hurt him. We love covering dad, and I'm a big dad coverer. Amen. I'm hard on the men at Heaven's Harvest to be responsible to their families and take care and be there in the midst and take yourself home and go home, <laughs> find your way home before midnight, all of that good kind of stuff, and make it to your house and get in your house and be there and hug and kiss and all I'm big on that with the children but it's hard for that man to adopt himself when his heart is not um, moved yet by the hatred that he still might have a piece of from his mother but he's been taught to respect her but he has no love for her 
because he's still damaged by all the things that happen along the journey. I'm talking to the grown men tonight. The grown men who wonder why they snap real quick and their mouth is tart um, with other things. And I tell you, amen, as I told that brother, if you're not careful and you don't mend that heart, you will marry your mama. Because you didn't know what you were doing. You were not mended. And you will be looking for um, what was perfect in your mother and realize there was not that there. And then you, because then you'll have an expectation of some things. You won't know the expectation because you're not mended yet. Call y'all blessed on tonight. Um, I'll, I'll bring this back if y'all don't mind. We'll come back to the table with it. And I thank God for for all of the text messaging. They are still flowing in, but I, I do want to hit y'all with something that that is 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 good to the heart. Um, but I want to touch you with this. Um, do not be ashamed if you've broken by your mother. Don't be ashamed. Find a mending place, and that is forgiveness. Go ahead and forgive her. Um, and if she's alive, let her know. Don't you don't 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 rehash the issue. Just say I forgive you for what maybe you were not, or what maybe was not the issue, or what maybe was not in place, or you did your best, and I forgive you that you didn't have the tools that I needed to succeed. I think that's a good way to say it. What do y'all think? Um, I forgive you that you didn't have the tools that I needed. That doesn't say she's less than a woman. That doesn't say she did not do her best. It means that there was something she just did not have that was not even given to her to provide to you. Now it's your turn to take the provisions and pass it on. Hey, we're going to get ready on tonight. Love y'all tremendously. I hope this is something good. For those that believe it is, you can go ahead and write us at tpulliamsr at isistime.co, or you can, those who are close to me, you go ahead and text that's in the midst, and we're going to do this even the greater. We're going to bring this topic back, part two, coming up, because I think it is viciously wonderful, and I want to go down this road and hope that we can bless somebody's soul to come to Jesus with the nurturing and the rest of his heart. Oh, let's have this benediction on tonight. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. And to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God, I say to be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. And the truth says, Amen. Good night.